The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. It's the Joel Mahalik Show, and I'm Joel Mahalik, and I'm here with my two favorite people. The lovely Sharon. And the lovely Molly. Lovely Molly. (laughs) Molly is in the studio with us. Uh, Yep. It is Father's Day weekend, and interestingly enough, uh, the podcast... Happy Father's Day. Thank you, and happy Father's Day to everyone out there. We are actually recording the podcast on Father's Day. Now, we don't... We don't typically work on Sunday because of our religion. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, what? <laughs> uh, but this this week we are actually, uh, we're, we're doing it um, in the afternoon and Father's Day. So happy Father's yeah. Day to everyone out there um, who are true fathers. <laughs> what the... What does that mean? I don't who know. Who are true fathers? Well, you know, and you know, as opposed to the fake fathers. Yeah, there you go. See, you understand it. I There's do. no more, no more explanation. No more explanation needed. I absolutely get it. So stop by the website at jmtalk.net <laughs> and listen to the 24/7 stream of Constant Joel Mahalik Show. Also, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. You know, such as iHeart. Am I boring you, or is that boring you? Mm, This is... (laughs) Managing the Molly is boring you? Oh, my God. I just got to keep scratching and scratching her. Subscribe to the podcast. Check out the YouTube (laughs) channel and uh, other offerings that we have there on the website. Uh, And also join us on Facebook. Facebook at JM Talk. And Twitter at JM Talk Radio. The different places on social media you can get us. Um... So the first thing I wanted wanted to touch base on today is something that actually is, well, an entire subject matter of something that just happened not too shab long ago. We're actually coming home from uh, our early bird dinner. Okay. And we're in our community. Oh, wow, Molly. All right, Molly, you're expelled. She has got to go. Whoa. Listen, man. Yeah, that was you. She's running from it. Right. She just walked outside the studio, turned around, looked back in, I like, know. what was that? Right. That was you. Definitely you. I can't breathe. So we, so we were we were coming back. We're we're in our community now, where the speed limit's like, yeah, like know, fifteen or something like that. Yeah, it's fifteen miles per hour. So because you're driving, so we're coming through doing about eighty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I was. I have dyslexia. <laughs> So I was doing 51. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're, we are coming through at the speed limit or less because we have yeah. precious cargo in the yes. in the car. Yes. And we're coming down the road, and here comes this SUV just like not does not fly out from another street. Is like inching, like coasting out. Yeah, not paying that attention. Was crazy. Just coasting past the stop sign and out in front of us. Yeah, and like just 
kept on going. And they look at us like we're crazy. I know. I'm like throwing all kinds of gestures at her because I was driving. <laughs> so, yeah, I was not very polite. Right. Well, it's hard to be. But this is like, uh, so the reason I brought that up is, you know, because obviously uh, we know no one in this complex knows how to drive. Absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you have to be careful when, like, you walk your dog. You have to be careful that you don't get killed. Um, it, it just, it, it's sad the way they race around. It is. But aside from that also, aside from that also is uh, I wanted to talk about something that happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, two Texas men. Okay, what's, wait, right, what's so funny I about what happened? I gotta tell you why I'm laughing. Okay, go ahead. Because you have these papers on your desk. Right. And you're like... Well, I have to acquire the paperwork. <laughs> but you have to be so noisy. <laughs> you mean like... Is, is that too oh noisy? Oh my God, I'm so sorry, people. Is that too... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But okay, the, go. <laughs> it, but the 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 fact the fact that uh, it's becoming a daily struggle with other people on the road. It really is. People aren't paying attention. So, and, and it's not just that. It's, and and they can't use the excuse that they're too poor. They can't. They're so poor they can't pay attention. Yeah, they can't use that. Well, no. it, it, and it's not just people that uh, don't pay I can, attention, but they can't. <laughs> It's not just people that don't pay attention. It's also people that just um, don't uh, don't think. People who are just right. stupid. Um, a couple of weeks ago, two Texas men um, tried to jump over an open drawbridge in Louisiana, and they died. Wow. Louisiana State Police responded to a single car crash shortly after 2 a.m. at the Black Bayou Bridge, about six miles south of Lake Charles. They said the bridge was closed to traffic to let a boat pass. A witness told police that the passenger got out of the car and was pushed pushed the the gate arm up. Uh, the man then got back in the car as the driver drove toward the ramp at the end of the bridge. They stopped briefly, reversed, and then accelerated towards an attempt to jump the ramp of the bridge. The car landed in the water and sank to the bottom. Um, the driver of the car was found dead inside the car, and the passenger was found dead in the water outside the car. So, you know, it's just things like this. This is just not using your common sense. I mean, why would you even That's think just that being works? being moronic. Yes. And this, was, this story, folks, was actually submitted as a Wombat of the Week. But I think I mentioned in that podcast where this story showed up that, um, no, no, it, it, and I didn't say it on there. We won't, if you submit a story like you know, yes, this is stupidity. It's stupid people doing stupid. But if it results in death, I typically won't put it in the Wombat of the Week segment. You know? Why? Well, Those people are deaf wombats. Deaf? Yeah, definitely wombats. <laughs> They're deaf wombats. Because I, I, I want the wombats to hear that they're wombats. You know, first of all. And this well, is just, you know, being, just being respectful to the deceased. You know? So what you're saying is these guys can't hear that they they're can't. wombats. So, so they so can't. They can't so, so therefore they cannot they be cannot, wombats. They do not qualify as one. No. Uh, oh I just, uh, I, I don't think that I would air uh, a wombat story uh, when it resulted in death. But this is, 
But this does go into the books as what what are people thinking when they're driving? They're you know, I mean not apparently thinking. That's the thing. And what concerns me is that they're from Texas. What? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What? It, because I think Texas people are a little smarter than that. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's what Good concerns save. me. <laughs> that's what I was thinking the whole time. I just made the uh, stupid alpha face. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so that's that. And then I have something else that goes in with driving that I thought, oh, you'll love this one. You'll love this. Oh, willing. Yeah. So check this out. Uh, there's this thing called Road Wave. Road, W-A-Y-V-E. Uh, it is a device. It's a highly qualified team that is partnered with a leading manufacturing and fulfillment company. I'm thinking probably Amazon. I'm not sure. And they want to, they're trying to drive this product called Road Wave. It would go in the back of your car. There's a Kickstarter. It would go in the back window in your of your car. Okay. And it comes, it will come preloaded with like four messages, I think. Like, I'm sorry. Thank you. You know, things like that. And then I think you can program other messages too. I don't think that's a good idea. A couple reasons. Because what they're saying so is. So what it's doing is actually waving to people. Basically, hey, I'm sorry. let's say you accidentally cut into a lane you didn't realize. You can, oh, was there. You, you, yeah. you can punch up. Sorry. You know what I mean? I, I don't see this oh working. Oh, my God. It, you know, I, what are they trying to solve the road rage problem? People get <laughs> shot in road rage incidents. I don't think a lighted sign in the back of the window, sorry, is going to solve that. <laughs> I think if you piss somebody off, you piss somebody off. And that will piss somebody off even more. Right. And you, you can't tell me, because we've seen this, you can't tell me that even saying thank you on a light in the back window is liable to set somebody off to be homicidal. Right. You know, people just don't care. The like pe you. The people that don't care. I, your driving what? sucks. No, I my driving say. is careful. My driving is careful. You can paint it and put a pretty bow on it any way you want. So if I'm on Your a highway, if I'm sucks. on a highway and I drive six miles per hour over the speed limit, how is that sucky driving? Because you're driving no, too slow. Make your case. That's not too you're slow. You're driving too slow. <laughs> not too slow. That is not too slow. Wow, babe, when old ladies walk by you and knock on the window, six miles, knock, 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 knock. Six miles over the speed limit me, is not. Pull over. And how many times do you have to have your car detailed to get my my nail uh, grinds out of your dashboard when you're driving? What? Yeah, there's five indentations on a dashboard, right? I like don't that. I think so, Scooter. <laughs> My driving is good. It's all in perception, isn't it? Well, you think your driving's good, I think mine's safe. You don't agree that mine is safe? No, you're not saying that your driving is good. You're saying your driving is My safe. driving is good because I'm safe. I drive no. safe. I drive no. I drive slightly no. over the speed limit. No. Okay, you want to compare speed and tickets? Yeah. Red light camera runs? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. When's the last time you got a speed? Whose ticket? name does it come in? <laughs> oh, see, that's <laughs> and that and you know what? That's horrible because you're right. 
because of the way you have your van registered, I get all this shit in the mail <laughs> on me because right. my name's first. <laughs> but God forbid, folks, I say it's my man. That is too funny. <laughs> it's only my van when the fines come in. That's it. Exactly. That's when it's my van. And there are the, the points go on your license. Well, I think that you should get one of these for your back window so I'm behind you. You can punch up. I'm sorry. As you're going through the red lights that I will be charged for. Oh, no. I I had thought that you just wanted to take Coastal One all the time to the campsite for the scenery. But you're avoiding Georgetown because you 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 can't get through Georgetown without getting pulled over. Oh, that's the truth. <laughs> Sorry, but it is. <laughs> your your laughing was admission of the truth. You didn't have to admit it. <laughs> you didn't have to. But that's the thing. People don't pay attention, and um, it, you know, no pun intended. They, it yeah, drives me really, crazy. They it, really do. It drives me crazy. I'm frightened. And like today, on the way home from dinner, we were talking to our kids about our granddaughter going to be driving in three years. Stop. I said no. And I know you did, but this is the kind of stuff no, that worries wait. me. I said no. <laughs> what I say goes. This is the kind of stuff that worries me, not only for us, but... She's only going to be 13 this I, year. I know, but they're already talking about what they're going to reserve, reserve the car for and everything. What? Yeah. Tell them to stop it. Yeah, I know. It happens, doesn't it? It happens. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. In fact, I had to work this weekend. You didn't go down to the camper, and I'm kind of glad because... I didn't, and I wanted to. I really, really wanted who to. Who drives going to the camper and back? You do. I do. <laughs> I do. And you notice the weekend you don't drive, I don't go. <laughs> no, but the one, once or twice you did. Last season you did, and, yeah, I, and I will I never did. forget you. you called me twice. You left here and you called me twice before you got there. Because I always say, give me a call when you get there. It's like two hours away. Right. You called me. You had Tara with you. We, you called me twice before you got there. Um, Ten minutes and 20 minutes after you left to report that you were halfway there and three quarters of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that... Well, hey... Uh, there was no traffic. Yeah, I do remember you none, saying that. It was oddly quiet on that Friday yeah. night going down. It really. I'm trying to think of when it was. That was. I think that was after the summer, though. It was like in September. I no, can't help yes. it. I can't see the road, the speed limit signs. Yes, you can. Knock it off. I yes, don't know what the speed limit is. Well, then pick an average and stick to it. Then okay, ninety-seven. <laughs> no, doesn't work that way. Uh. Anyway, um, so, I mean, be careful, people. I mean, you know, just this week alone, just looking at the Facebook news feed, I follow uh, a breaking news site in Delaware, and it's like twice a day there are major accidents on on major arteries. You know, a rollover crash on Friday on, on this artery, and a, a, the, an hour after we went through Middletown shopping, right. and we had that rain and that wind move in, and a tractor oh trailer God, was yeah. lifted by the wind and then smashed on its side, closing down yet another artery. Yeah. Now, that wasn't his fault. No, but, it wasn't. 
and that's just scary. Yeah, that is scary. Well, you know, when you're driving in the high winds and you feel it tugging and pulling on your right. car. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, all right. Well, I guess we're gonna uh, we're gonna stop and take a break. Okay. I think it's about been the time. The clock isn't. We don't have the right clock up. I think well, that that's like a false positive right there. But I'll, but just in case, I can eat some of it up by reminding people that the website is jmtalk.net, where they can subscribe to the show, uh, and they can also listen to the 24-7 player. So Molly listens JM to it all day. jmtalk.net. jmtalk.net. Not jmtalk.com, like no. I was looking for. No, you weren't looking for it. I was, really. I was... And well, why don't you just joelmaholic.com? You know that one. I think you know that one. There's your .com. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I forgot. Anyway, subscribe to the show and yeah. other things. And join us at Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So we'll be back on the other side of this quick break. Don't go anywhere. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the Joe Mahalik Show. I'm Joe Mahalik here with Sharon, the lovely Sharon. Hey. The lovely Sharon. And um, we have a, uh, we, we're going to dive into this Juster, ju- did I just say Juster? You did. <laughs> we're going to. You did. Now we're going to dive into this Justin Bieber thing here. So apparently what happened about a week ago, uh, Sunday night, is uh, Justin Bieber had tweeted out, um, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. Who is willing to put out the fight? And then he tags at Dana White, who is the owner of UFC. Uh, So, um, (laughs) now he has since recanted saying it was a joke, but you went on Twitter yeah. And said this on Twitter, and nothing goes away. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like... Exactly. You, you, you can't say, I'm sorry. Yeah, which, I mean, he did, and like an, yeah. an, another poster when he was questioned. But, I mean, I, I don't understand why he would do that. First of right. all, Tom Cruise will kick your ass. I don't care how... Right. I know he's exactly. in his 50s. But still, but he, right? but he's like the top action star of the last decade, right? You know, so he he, he and looks he does good. His own, he does a lot stunts. of his own stunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, was Bieber hanging out with like a bunch of his friends, eating pop brownies, watching like a Tom Cruise movie, <laughs> and and he was like, man, yeah, right? yeah, I I I could I could take him, and all his friends were like, yeah, man, you right? should take him, yeah, yeah. 
These brownies are good. You should take definitely take Tom Cruise. And then he goes, I don't know what happened to that room. Wow. That he that he tweets us out. Yeah, he he had to have been stoned. Had to have been stoned. There's no way. And then of course the for, the former UFC champion Conor McGregor chimed in and support, he was showing his support for the challenge, but. Um, and what's funny is, uh, so a comedian and actor that I follow on Facebook that I, I interviewed on my previous show, Dave Coyne, very funny guy. Um, he had also chimed in and he, he said that if Tom Cruise doesn't take that fight, he says, I will. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, a chance to beat Justin Bieber's right. butt. Right. Uh, so yeah. I, I just, I don't understand what happened there. Uh, you know, but if you're curious, um, you know, they always do this thing when you're watching boxing matches. And it's always like, here's here's the tale of the tape. And it's a little bit about each of the fighters. So if mm-hmm. that were to happen, which it's not going to now because Bieber wimped out. but He pushed out. <laughs> <laughs> so That's he, a new phrase. I just made it up. He pushed out. So the, the name of the fight could be someone said on Twitter, cruising for a bruising. Um <laughs> And here's the here's how they stack up. Bieber is age 25 to Tom Cruise is 56. I, I told you he was in his 50s. Yeah. Uh, uh, Justin is 5'9 against 5'7 for Tom Cruise. I didn't realize Tom Cruise was that short. That makes well, Tom Cruise shorter than you. I know. Because you're 5'9. Yeah. Wow, you could go toe-to-toe with Justin Bieber. I could. You could take that fight. I could. You will tweet it out quick. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm not stoned. Estimated reach for Justin Bieber is 68 inches, and the estimated reach for Tom Cruise will be 65 inches. Uh, and not that this matters, but net worth Bieber 265 million to 570 million for Tom Cruise. So with two inches shorter, two inches less reach, and twice the age, I I would still I would put my I money would on Tom still, Cruise. But yeah. Because uh, I don't think Justin Bieber can run like an action star. He's a star puss. <laughs> He's a <laughs> So um, just some of the reactions. Uh, dude, I think my 16-year-old daughter might might mess Justin Bieber up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I want to challenge him not to fight Justin Bieber. <laughs> So anyway, he eventually this later on in the week he recanted, and um, I don't know. I think that would have sold a lot of tickets. I think they could have sold a lot of tickets to to watch, and it would have been one of those ninety second fights. Yeah. Depending on how fast Bieber can run, bought it just to see Justin Bieber get his ass beat. Right or run because he would have ran first of all. Yeah. Because he's up, you know, and he would have, you know, he would have just been running around that octagon. <laughs> so it would have just been a matter of how long, how far, and how long can he run before he got caught and right. then and then beat down. Right. So he recanted, but whatever. So, so there it is. I mean, uh, I I I don't know. That's one of those things where you wish you could be a fly on a wall when he made that decision and what the circumstances were surrounding such and said decision. Excuse me. We just got back from eating, so it's, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Okay, so um, the other thing that, speaking of the, of the Twitterverse, 
so another thing that I wanted to talk about is um, Peter. I don't remember. I think it was last year. So in the first year season back, not that we I, I don't have seasons anymore, but when I first was going to have seasons, so I would say the first season of the show, I talked about PDA, PETA, 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 whatever. They were slamming. <laughs> who were they slamming? I wish I could remember this. I talked about them because they went to Twitter and they were. They were slamming and shaming some group of people, and it was really it, it, it was ridiculous. Uh, I I will try to find this out, but they're back again. They're back again attacking fishermen. Yes, they're attacking fishermen. So uh, what they're saying is I kind uh, of agree with them. You what? Wait, didn't you just buy me a fishing license? I said I kind of agree with them that it's cruel. Because you you put bait out there, and right? You're like, Here, fishy, 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 and then you snag them in the mouth and you rip the hook out, and then I don't send rip them the hook back. Out. I got news for you. I work the hook back out, and then you send them back, and this guy's all blah blah blah. What in you doing? Now his jaw, his mouth is off. Like this, cause we we're ripping. <laughs> he can't talk to his friends. I can't believe we don't have video of this. <laughs> Are you eating pop brownies? I am. <laughs> but it, if his mouth is like that, that just that that helps him not get hooked again because it's flapping all over on the one side. Yeah, but then when he goes to kiss his wife, he's kissing. I do not believe me. The fish aren't kissing. You want to bet? <laughs> I've seen fishies kiss. All right, so she. All right, so she's she's kind of against Peter. All right, so this is what they said. They said that fish are sent, uh, sentient individuals who feel pain. They do. Invading an animal's natural habitat, harassing them, killing them, and eating them for fun is so cruel. And then they finished the tweet by saying, don't go fishing this summer or ever. But here's the thing. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, some people eat them as a necessity it's a food for them you know i so you can say when you go to an expensive restaurant like you know um red lobster that you're eating it for casualness but you go down to like the delaware bay where they have fishing piers and whatnot and you know you'll see people you'll see uh you know lower income people like sit out there all night long and they'll have they invest in several rods, and they'll put several rods out to catch as much fish as they can. They are they're providing food for their families, and that's part of the the chain of life. Okay. People, not me. People eat fish. Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, listen. If and how are they going to get the fish if they don't put the lines out there and say? Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. They're not the people that I have a problem with. Who the ones I have a problem with. And I mean, it's kind of good because you're catch and release. 
But when you rip their lips off. I am I am gentle with them, which is why I don't catch yeah, any but fish. You're not the <laughs> You're not the only one out there fishing. Right. You got the kids that don't know how to fish and they're like, "Look, daddy, look what I got." And he goes, "Okay, there you go. Throw them back." <laughs> And then the poor You're acting like this juggernaut holding on to a fish. I'm going to rip you in half now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fish, he limps back home to his house. Limps, limps back home through the water. He's limping yeah, through the water. Limping. You watch too much SpongeBob. Because <laughs> that stuff doesn't happen on the floor of the ocean, okay? They're not drinking glasses of lemonade on the floor of the ocean. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. <laughs> Okay, so maybe I have watched a little too much SpongeBob. It's it's okay how you feel. I mean, it's good that you feel that way. But would you tweet out and demand that people stop fishing? Oh no, no. I mean, I'm starting to. I'm starting because I really don't care. I'm starting to think that they need therapy at the headquarters of PETA. (laughs) Maybe. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you're right. I'm a catch and release, and uh, I, I don't, I don't eat fish. I mean, if it came down to where we had to eat seafood, I mean, I would find out where tacos roam, and I would hunt them instead. Because there's no way. You're so stupid. What? <laughs> I'll hunt for my own food. Just tell me where the tacos hang out, <clears throat> and I'll go spear them. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that was funny, baby. I try. I try. Okay, so anyway, um, they also put out a video where they asked viewers to try to imagine what their cold-blooded brethren feel by putting themselves in a fish place. So, Like what you're saying. You're saying that we, yeah. sh- we should all put hooks in our mouths and drag them around a stretcher. So, what, so we thought right there? <laughs> oh, I wish we had video. <laughs> That's what I said. Anglers often try to re- retrieve hooks by shoving their fingers or even a pair of pliers down a fish's throat. So if the fish is hooked right here. See? If the, fi- if the fish is hooked right here, PETA is saying that we're shoving pliers all the way down their throat, into their belly, to get this hook out right here. That's what they're saying. Well, do you? No! <laughs> and actually, I'll tell you what. Just I was always actually, taught... Actually, that story says Joel... Mahalik. No, it doesn't. You when I was, are messing up the fishies. When I was taught to fish, if a fish does, it's called swallow your hook. You're supposed to, this is how I was taught, get, cut the line as far in as you can into the mouth and let them go. I mean, I, I, that's a humane thing to do. Don't try, you know, I, it's weird. How, how do I? Well, no. All they right. may or may I not survive, but sitting there trying to, rip your, trying to rip your hook to save a hook by ripping it out of their belly right no you cut the line and you let them go you know yeah now that's you know and then he you know he may go back to his and wife and be like go. i can't kiss you because i have a belly ache but no because then he can go to his fishy lawyer and sue you that's true even some equipment in their belly that's true so they they so peter asked what if you had a hook pierce your face before you suffocated to death. So I think they go a little extreme, first yeah, of all. I mean, I mean, first of all, I don't agree at all with this attack on anglers, but they do take it to the extreme. Yeah. They need therapy. Wow. And lots of it. But anyway, um, 
so the video seems to suggest that the, that the capacity to experience psychological terror is a function of sensory nerve endings that uh, uh, fish have receptors for. So, there you go. There you go. There you go. And we'll flush that one right down the drink. <laughs> don't you have a flushing a toilet sound? I don't. The studio in Baltimore has it. Aww. I could get it though for future shows, and we can be like, <laughs> that didn't work out right. You know why? Because no. I went, I had Popeyes for lunch yesterday, and um, I guess I did not chew a piece of the crust end yeah. enough, and so when I swallowed the food that was in my mouth, it went down sideways and fast, and on the way down, it scratched my entire throat. Oh no! Yeah, my entire throat. You should get a fishy out and then get them to go down and <laughs> retrieve, you know. Yeah, the... Maybe a goldfish cracker. That's about, that's about it. I'm taking a fish down my throat. <laughs> Didn't you hear me I'm in the last five minutes? I'm, I don't eat seafood. You know that. I'm just being stupid. That's all. Uh, so, okay. So, there's that. Um, there's that. Now... Uh, Walmart. When we were at Walmart the other night, there was... We got lucky. We got lucky we got a good checkout person. Yeah. But typically what we're seeing a lot more of is they're putting more of these self-help lines in. Yeah. And closing down registers. And I told you about a coworker of mine that went on a rant about that. And it's a rant that I could see... Your dad going away. Oh, my goodness, yes. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of Father's Day. Right, Father's Day and thinking oh. of those not here anymore. He, yeah. he had a problem with uh, these Super Saver membership cards. Yeah. And he was, yeah. At a, he was at an Acme once, and the cashier asked him if he had his loyalty card. And he says, what's that? And it's a loyalty card, so you get discounts on some of the products. And he said, no. And why do I need a loyalty card? If I shop here, I should get the discount just for deciding to come to this establishment. Right. Uh, so, yeah, he would. So, right. Yeah, he would have a real problem with Walmart today. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then they're, doing, then they're doing the curbside pickup. You, you know, I mean, they, it's almost like they want you not to come in anymore. Yeah. And yeah. when you do come in and shop in the store, you have to then become the employee and make no money. To wring your own stuff out. No, seriously. Well, and that's what Dad would say. Yeah. Well. That's exactly what he would say. I don't work here. I ain't bringing out my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. That I is mean, true. I, I didn't sound like him, but yeah. It was close enough. Yeah. So, um, all right, well, I guess, uh, I guess you're leaving me. I after this segment, yeah, Sharon, yes. Sharon's going to go and tend to the Molly. Yes. And um, when I come back, um, we have Honor Thy Heroes and another Wombat Yay. of the Week. Yay. Plus one more thing. That's what I'm starting to call it now. You're not usually here for the third segment. Oh. Just some snippet I grab and I'm like, oh, one more thing. Oh, okay. So. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I should sneak back in the studio. <laughs> well, I thought you'd listen to the podcast. I, well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, folks, the website's jmtalk.net. 
uh, Facebook at, J- at uh, JM. No. We Facebook had a at, silly show today. We did. We had a good silly show. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is... I had fun. JM Talk. I need to get my papers back up here. Yeah. And JM Talk Radio at Twitter. Right. So, so anyway, folks, you stay right there. You're dismissed for Thank the show. Thank you. And I'll be back right after this. I'll see you later. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show. I am Joel Mahalik, and this is the final stretch of the show. And I welcome you all back here. Don't forget to stop by the website at www.jmtalk.net. That's jmtalk.net. And from there, uh, you can sign up to subscribe to the show. And that way, you don't miss an episode. And, uh, of course, remember, the 24-7 stream is there. So if you find yourself... At any time, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, feeling uh, like you miss us, you can just, uh, from any device, internet device, you can just uh, roll up on the website and check out the 24-7 stream of the Joel Mahalik Show. So there uh, you have that. Also, join us at Facebook and comment, start a discussion, ask a question, get involved, uh, it is at JM Talk and Twitter is JM Talk Radio. And so now during this uh, during this last stretch, got a couple things that uh, are going on here. We have a new wombat of the week, of course. Uh, then coming up in a little bit, we have a new. We will honor a new hero or heroes because we are now honoring everyday heroes. It, it's not required to be somebody in emergency services or something like that we are looking for everyday heroes now uh and of course one more thing so i feel like in my head i want to spin the wheel what to pick first because you know it's like i always try to follow an order it's like okay we're gonna do and it used to be this final stretch basically only had two things wombat of the week and honor thy heroes and then um you know it's an evolution right I think I've been saying that since my very early days in radio. I mean, you know, what what we're doing here, this is an evolution. It constantly evolves. It changes. You know, the winds of change. Um, so we added one more thing or one last thing. I'm not even sure. It's, you know what, a.k.a. It's either one last thing, one more thing, whatever. However, however it sounds better to you. 
But anyway, we'll start off with our Wombat of the Week. Now, if you want to get in on the uh, fun of Wombat of the Week, try not to make noise because Shiren said I was making too much noise with the paperwork in here. But you can get in on the fun with us. Just send us an email with a link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things. Because that's, if you're new to the show, that's what the Wombat of the Week is. Stupid people doing stupid things. Send it to wombat at joelmaholic.com or you can send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories and a message on the Facebook page at JM Talk. So it's real easy. The easiest way, you don't have to remember anything, is just if you're already a fan of the webpage or the Facebook page and the webpage, then just go over to Facebook and send us a message uh, at Facebook at JM Talk uh, with your news story. And then We'll get right on it. We'll put it into the list. And, um, you know, if you send it and it's not this week's Wombat of the Week, I mean, these these stories get stacked up and saved, and you never know when we will put it out there. Because, believe me, there are a lot of Wombats of the Week out there. Absolutely no shortage. So, this week, we want to talk about um, this man... Who sued a hotel. Um, a young man of English nationality who vacationed in a hotel in Magaluf on the Spanish island of Ma- <clears throat> Mallorca. That's probably not how you say that, but demanded that the resort where he stayed pay his medical bills following a fraudulent accident in the pool. The man was left with considerable injuries such as a fractured clavicle and some broken ribs. So he asked the hotel to take care of the hospital expenses for more than 33,000 euros. According to what was published by the newspaper in Mallorca, the lie of the young man was revealed after the heads of the hotel contacted the insurance company to carry out an investigation of the accident that occurred last Monday. In this statement, the youngster said that the injuries had been caused by a fall he suffered when he left the hotel pool. However, the insurance company only had to resort to social networks to discover it was a fraud. In a video of just under 20 seconds, the guest is shown standing at the edge of the balcony railing. As he prepares to take a leap, his friends watch him, one of them with a phone in hand, to get a a recording of the daring moment. However, things did not go as, as expected since the small tree did not dampen the fall, causing it to hit his back on the ground. So far, the man has not been identified, and it is unknown if the resort managers called the police for a claim from those involved in the fraudulent accident. The events occurred a week after far- another foreigner lost his life in the same holiday area after falling from a second floor. Uh, the deceased in that case identified as 20-year-old Freddie Prind, who was staying with a group of friends. Uh, so, it, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the. Uh, I saw the video, and I'm looking at a still. Of it, so apparently he mounted a balcony and was trying to jump from a balcony, but got caught up in a tree, which did not break his fall. I guess maybe that's what he was going for, and he wound up on the ground on his back, breaking, having injuries among others, breaking his clavicle. So uh, this is pure idiocy, and then of course he tried to do what uh, he tried to do the big big no no which is filing a false report. 
following a false claim. All these silly things that you're not supposed to do. And that's what he did. Uh, you know, it, it, to me, the moral of the story here is don't be stupid. And if you're going to be stupid, don't put it on the internet. You know, one of the great things about my age, the, one of the great things about the generation I belong to, is all the stupid stuff we did, we did before there was an internet to record them. You know, that's actually, that that's like a rite of passage. That's a really good feeling to have. To not, you know, to know that most of the dumb stuff that you did when you, in your youth is not out there anywhere. Uh, unless you're silly and you do have it somewhere and then either you or someone else gets a hold of it and they decide to make clips out of it and put it on the internet. You know, but otherwise, that, that's a pretty good feeling to know that, you know, um, because of your age, that means you will not be a wombat. <laughs> Is what that means. So, uh, for, um, for this... We crown this unknown person of English descent the uh, crown of Wombat of the Week. Of course, uh, he may be unnamed, but, uh, you know, as I said, it didn't take them long to just go to social media and find this video. It's like we were saying earlier with the Justin Bieber thing. Social media stuff doesn't go away. You can't put it up there and, and think, oh, I only, only shared it with some friends. But what about those friends who might have turned around and shared it and then the... You know, it, 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 that's what the word viral used to mean you were sick. And now viral is the word used to describe how widespread things go on the internet. You know, when you were younger, oh, you didn't want to be viral. Oh, I can't be viral. I have to work. I can't be viral. I have to go to school. Now today, everybody wants to be viral. They want to be viral on the internet. I want to be viral. I want my show to be viral. Takes on different meanings. And this wombat got his viral. And now he's going to have more problems on top of his viral. In fact, when he gets done, he's probably going to feel pretty viral. After this is all said and done. There's your wombat of the week. So don't, don't forget, get those stories in. So, move that over here. That goes over there. We recycle our paper that the news stories and the discussion topics are on. We, we uh, uh, It all goes into a bin and gets recycled as a uh, fire starter for the fireplace every winter. So paper came from and it goes back to. It's a cycle of life. At least for this paper. <laughs> okay. So... Um, the next thing we want to do is uh, talk about our uh, heroes uh, this week. As we said at the top of the show, and as you know, Father's Day is today. Um, and so fathers take on many different forms, right? I mean, you have I'm, you know, I'm a father, right? I'm a father, I'm a grandfather. So... Uh, and here I am entertaining you guys, or I go to work during the week and I fix your computers and whatever. And then you have, uh, then you have fathers who can't be close to their family because they're in the military, you know, or some other type of service that takes them away from home. What about the fathers who are spending Father's Day in the patrol car? 
You know, what about the fathers who are spending, uh, you know, their Father's Day at the fire station on call? You know, um, so there's all different fathers in different walks of life. But the one thing they have in common is that they are fathers. And it's Father's Day. So it seemed to me to be a, a, that, that it was a no-brainer. That in this case, on this special day, on this special week's podcast, in this special moment, that the heroes that we should be honoring today should be our fathers. And so, you know, that's what you should be doing today. Our heroes we should be honoring are the dads. And remember, you only have one dad. Just like you only have one mother. I probably said something like this at Mother's Day. So don't forget to call your dad and wish him a happy Father's Day because, you know, I know. You can't always pick that phone up. I would love to pick the phone up and call my dad. And I can't do that. There are a lot of people out there who have the opportunity and they don't take it. You know? I'd like to have that one more phone call if I could. And I can't. You don't want to find yourself in that position. Uh, So, even if it's you're listening to this podcast later on in the week, if you didn't call your dad, call him. And make sure that you wish him a happy Father's Day. Your fathers give up a lot of stuff to make sure that their children are provided for. You give up time, you give up you know, money, you give up things to do, you give up, uh, you know, things that you want to do. Your wants are on hold for the needs of your family. That's how we do it. That's how we roll. So, you need to wish your fathers a happy Father's Day. Just a little thing that you should be doing that shows your appreciation for everything dad did for you. And there are unsung heroes this week. Not just our everyday heroes, not just our heroes, not just honor thy heroes. There are unsung heroes. That's what they are this week. You know, just like we hold the mothers up high in May, they're the unsung heroes of that week. So make that call. What do they say? Drop that dime. Whatever it is you got you got to do. Do it. This week we're honoring thy heroes, all the fathers. Happy Father's Day to every one of you. If you don't hear it from your children, I'll say it for them. Happy Father's Day. I hope you had a relaxing day. I hope you got something done for you. And I hope some appreciation was shown. Because we here on the Joel Mahalik Show appreciate you. So, that was my decision this week for the Honor of Thy Heroes. Uh, we do Everyday Heroes now. So, if you have a story about an Everyday Hero, you can send it to joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. Or send it to us in a message across Facebook at JM Talk. And we will be honored to honor these heroes. It's what we do.
So there you have it. That's our uh, another weekly segment down. I thought about maybe mixing it up, you know, doing mixing up the segments. And like, I feel like I got all this regular stuff in the home stretch. I'm thinking about maybe breaking it up. It doesn't matter as long as I get this stuff to you, right? As long as you're entertained, it doesn't matter what part of the show I have it in. But this next thing I I've, I've been calling one last thing, or something like that. One one more thing, one last thing. I don't know, whatever. Whatever sounds good, but um, this is interesting. In fact, I just got it, my hands on it. It came across my desk, my social desk, um, uh, a few minutes before uh, we started the podcast tonight. But apparently in Washington State, Comcast got in some uh, mega trouble. Of course, you might have heard about Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson uh, following suit against Comcast in August of 2016, accusing them of tricking customers into buying a near-worthless protection plan without disclosing its significant limitations. Well, yesterday, or it was, well, maybe more aptly Friday, I'm not sure, the story date is just this weekend, but, so it might have been Friday, uh, Comcast was ordered to refund nearly 50,000 customers and pay a $9.1 million fine, um, when the judge ruled that it did violate Washington State Consumer Protection Law hundreds of thousands of times. So, apparently, they were turning customers into buying a $5 per month plan, ostensibly preventing customers from having to pay each time a customer, a Comcast technician was visiting their home to fix problems covered by the plan. But in reality, the plan did not cover the vast majority of wiring problems, according to the lawsuit. And moreover, Washington State attorneys said that Comcast led customers to believe that they needed to buy a service protection plan to get services that were actually covered for free by the company's customer guarantee. Uh, In the ruling, King County Superior Court Judge Timothy Bradshaw found that Comcast violated the Consumer Protection Act more than 445,000 times when it charged tens of thousands of Washingtonians for its service protection plan without their consent. Uh, Ferguson's announcement said, uh, each wrongful monthly charge was a separate violation, so there were multiple violations per customer. Uh, The Washington State Attorney's Office uh, sought more than $171 million. Uh, They originally asked the judge to order Comcast to pay $88 million in restitution to customers and $83 million in fines. Of course, Comcast is getting away with a little, uh, uh, more like 5% of that total. And it's not known yet whether they will appeal the decision. Uh, They may just take the slap and run. But uh, Comcast, uh, I did notice when I was reading a quick look at some of the documents, they were trying to stop the arbitration by saying, uh, you know, this was... um, the users agreed to it through, you know, through it. You remember the click wrap stuff? And you're still clicking it today. Anytime you click I agree without reading all that garbage, it's called a click wrap. And so they wanted, they were trying to fight it saying, hey, it's in our click wrap, man. They should read it. But uh, the judge threw that out saying that it's not your customers suing you. It's the state suing you for violating consumer protection laws. 
So what I would say is, why are more states not doing that? I mean, you know, and I'm sorry, I don't feel all that sorry about Comcast. They're really not a very good service, uh, and they're not really good to their residential customers. Uh, so even though, like, like we're customers of Verizon Fios, I think it's a better product overall as far as internet and even the cable. I think they're all monopolizing, and on a future podcast, I'm going to talk to you about a great alternative that is already starting to hit the skies that we should start looking forward to. But um, even though I have Verizon and we're happy with it, I kind of feel like even Verizon is like checked out. You know, if you look at some of the moves that the company made over the past few months for the past year or two, I feel like they're kind of checked out. It's on autopilot. Whatever it is, you know, say la vie. Whatever it will be, it will be. You know, uh, Comcast puts a lot of their money into the business end, and I, it seems to me they abandon the customers of the of the residential value. Um, and um, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not just you know pulling that out and, and shaking it around like a stick. Um, so I think this is great news for Washingtonians. And I think other states should look into this kind of stuff. I mean, you know, think about it. I mean, that is the that is the highest consumer protection award ruled in fines. That means that, you know, the judicial system is taking a look at consumer protection. And that should put every company on their toes. So that's that. That's one more thing. One last thing. And that brings the show to a crash and halt. Not a crash and halt. I'll still play music for you at the end. <laughs> I'll remind you to check out jmtalk.net. Uh, every Sunday a new podcast drops, so be sure to subscribe to the show. They're on the website, and if you don't get enough of us, check out the 24-7 stream of all Joel Mahalik shows. Um, so uh, I encourage you to do that and check out the other offerings. And visit us on Facebook at jmtalk. Um, I would like it if you would do that. Meanwhile, I'm asking everybody to be good to yourselves. For God's sakes, drive safely out there. Pay attention to the roads. And when you go to the park or the beach, pick up three pieces of trash. And be kind to each other. Okay? And we will catch you when the next podcast drops next week. Have a great rest of your week, folks. Good night.